What a week this has been, friends. You hear me talk all the time about how crucial face-to-face -face gatherings are, and how online or social media or technology or digital this or that, or blah, 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 how it can increase our isolation and alienation if we're not careful. And now here we are, offering an online worship experience only available through these same digital devices. Of course, I have lots of thoughts about all of this, but for now, I'm, I'm actually grateful that our pastoral team has the gifts necessary in this moment to make this Sunday experience possible. Some churches are live streaming, and we might look into that in the future, but for now, we wanna share a special service with you all. It's born from love, and it's also uh, carry some pain in it. We do, after all, love you all deeply. And just like you, we are pained by this isolated world as everyone adjusts to a global pandemic. I'm sure the news is all many of you have thought about, while for a smaller group of you, and it's growing smaller by the day, things are still, they sound to be overblown. Either way, we're here in this moment together, even if we're not in the same space at this time. We gather in our homes or in our cars, over speakers and earphones, some of us alone, others with family or friends. So let's begin. This service, it was built on top of what we thought was going to be our plan for regular Sunday worship gatherings. Now, not a lot has changed in the content from Monday when we planned until now, although my teaching will be shorter and it's gonna speak a little bit to this current moment we're in. This next hour or so, it's the absolute best of what we have to give right now. It's our offering. And just like always, I hope that you receive it with gratitude and with joy. We will continue to bring you these Sunday experiences with a few surprises through the weeks. Now, there are a couple of things to keep in mind as you listen. First, if you find yourself feeling more lost than hope at the fact that we are not together in our sanctuary, and ask you just to lean into that emotion. The pain, it's actually in proportion to the love you have for your church family and friends. But I do encourage you to lean into this time of worship. If you're with family, especially kids, feel free to pause it at points and to talk about anything you just heard. This is a chance for you each to find your own place in worship by texturing our words with your own around the dining room table or in your living room. If you can listen with someone else, then by all means you should do so. And if this is a meaningful time for you, share it with a friend who could use some encouragement somewhere else in the country or in the world. We've included lyrics to the worship songs on our website, where many of you are probably listening to this right now. You can find all of our worship content on our website by going to fbcpasadena.com backslash liturgy. Liturgy is spelled L-I-T-U-R-G-Y. Okay. So, uh, I love you all and I miss you terribly. I'm so proud to bring you this first experience of what we're going to call Liturgy for the Living Room. Hey everyone, this is Pastor Leslie and Warren. Um, we are just so sad that we are unable to physically meet together. Um, one of the reasons why I love the work that I do is getting to sing with you in our space, um, hearing your beautiful voices in worship. And yet I am reminded that no matter where we are, we are called to the act of worship and it is still beautiful. As we come to worship on this third Sunday of Lent, the same God from Advent, God Emmanuel, is with us now. God is with us and we have every reason to rejoice. I invite y'all to sing with us or to take this moment to reflect. So use this moment as you need to. Let's pray. God, we are so very grateful that you are with us now, that your spirit moves and stirs within us no matter how we are gathered. We lift up our hearts and our voices to you. We express our love, our gratitude, and our praises. Amen.
praise of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. If eloquence I could display, and every language speak, a thousand words could
heart that is broken Great are you, Lord It's your breath in our lungs So we pour out our praise We pour out our praise It's your breath our lungs so we pour out our praise to you only you give life you are love you bring light to the darkness Hope you restore every heart that is broken. Great are you, Lord. It's your breath in our lungs, so we pour out our praise. Pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. It's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise. We pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. church. This is Lindsay. I'm the family pastor here at First Baptist. I miss being with you in person this morning, but I'm glad to at least be with you in these other ways. 
And I am going to pray for us in just a moment. But as the family pastor, I wanted to put out a word, a suggestion, idea. And actually, this goes for all people, whether you have kids or not. But one of the things that you can take advantage of as we are in this recorded version of a worship service is that you have the ability to pause and to reflect with those you're with, um, to journal, uh, to process. And so, yeah, I would encourage you as you're listening to stuff, as you're singing, as you're hearing the sermon, uh, and you want to take a moment to pause and ask one of your loved ones or one of your friends, hey, how are you feeling about that? Then do so. And um, that could be a way that you connect with people in a different way than we normally do. So I'm going to go ahead and pray for us now, and I hope that you will join me in that. So here we go. Creator God, you already know the pain that we feel this morning and our distance from one another. Right now, wherever we are listening to this worship service, we are acutely aware that things are not as they should be in our world. This moment in history feels surreal. The days feel stranger all the time as we continually are called to adapt and change the ways we go about our daily routines. We want to be informed and vigilant as we consider the safety of those around us and in our homes, but we also want to be calm and grounded in you and your love. We confess that we are longing for just a few months ago when there was no virus and we were able to gather together and exchange hugs and smiles. We're also longing for an imagined future when this is all has passed and we can come together again. The present feels like too much to bear and we quite simply don't want to be in it. But you are in it and you are unafraid. So we will be unafraid. You are so good at staying present, at remaining calm, attending to our deepest needs. So God, show us how to be present to each other and to your spirit. Where we are anxious, gently quiet us and soothe us with the balm of your presence. Where we are frustrated or even angry, help us to pause. And when we are steady in your peace, turn our energy into loving action. Where we are overwhelmed and uncertain how to proceed, take our hands and guide us minute by minute, taking one thing at a time. Infuse us with your peace, fill us with joy that is everlasting, and continue to mold and shape us. We want to know what it looks like to be Christ when our go-to forms of love and kindness are being limited or even cut off. Show us what it means to love well, to spread hope, renew our own internal sense of peace and trust so that we have something holy to share with one another, and give us imagination to do this work ahead. We proclaim, Lord, that you are our shepherd. We have everything we need in you. We will not fear for you are with us. Your spirit guides and comforts us. So we lift up to you our world, our country, our cities, our neighbors next door. We ask you to stop the spread of this virus, to equip healthcare providers with what they need, to give wisdom and discernment to our leaders, to bring health and unity to humankind as we all experience the ramifications of this crisis. Help us all to be kinder, to see our shared humanity more than our differences, to develop deeper appreciation for our need for one another. Would this season be one that in the end draws us closer and reminds us of the ways we need to slow down and connect. God, this very minute, this very morning, would you settle us? Wherever we are, create a sense of sanctuary and help us assume a posture of worship in all that we do. Bring awareness to our breath, slow down our thinking and our doing, center us in your spirit. Remind us that you are right here with each of us and in all the spaces between us. Thank you for the gift of our church family. Thank you for the gift of belonging. Thank you for the gifts you are waiting to give us in this season. Keep our eyes and our hands and hearts open to receive all that you have for us so that we may in turn share it with the world. We love you, God. We submit to your will 
and we ask for an extra dose of your loving presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, it's Pastor John Jay here, and I've got a teaching I want to share with you. First, let's read our scripture together. It's just one verse, and it comes from Proverbs 14, verse 30. A calm heart gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Since it's only one verse, I'm going to read it one more time for you. A calm heart gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. This is the word of the Lord, and thanks be to God. Now, this is supposed to be the last teaching in our focus on the seven sins. And who could have imagined we'd be looking at so much uncertainty in the days ahead? Now, as we begin this teaching moment, let's take a moment and check in on our hearts. Wherever you are, I want you to come back to your body. If you can, I want you to sit with your feet flat on the ground and your arms at rest. I'm doing the same right now. Turn your palms up to receive whatever God is going to teach you in this season. I want you to take a deep breath. One more. Last time. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, guide our days in these next few minutes as we lean into your scripture. Bless us and keep us now in all of our days. Amen. So how'd you do? Were you able to settle into your body? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've been in knots all week. And so have all the other pastors of this church and every church that I know in this area. And not simply because we've been working faster and more focused than ever, but it's because our bodies are out of sorts. Our world is out of sorts. This idea of a calm heart, like the book of Proverbs talks about, it's become all that I crave, honestly. Which brings us to our teaching today. This idea of craving something other than what's being offered by this world at this moment, these cravings, desires, emotions, they run afoul of their true ends. And that's really what we're talking about when we talk about the seven deadly sins. And we've worked through six of them, right? And we've finally come to the last one, envy. It feels like a weird thing to talk about today, this idea of envy, until I remembered where the tradition of the seven sins originated. I've said before that the seven sins are not in some list in the Bible, like the Ten Commandments or the Beatitudes list. They're the gift of the larger Christian tradition, specifically the life of the monastery or the cloister, the lonely cell of the desert fathers and mothers. And when I realized that, I was able to understand how envy is functioning for me in this moment. I, it turns out I'm envious of the time before this crisis. I mean, I crave last month, even last week, probably not yesterday, because yesterday was pretty sketchy. I had to go to the grocery store, and apparently the canned foods aisle is where peace and chill goes to die. I just, I just wish we were all in another time. I, I'm honestly, I'm not settled in this moment. And now I, I understand a little bit of how envy can be so dangerous. It's the state of the heart that will never allow it to settle. You'll always want to be somewhere else, or be someone else, or at some other time than now. It's a really tough way to live. It's not good for your soul or for your body, apparently. The wisdom of Proverbs says that envy can rot the bones. One translation says that your bones will become moth-eaten. But I honestly, I don't want to spend very long on that side of the verse from our reading because I need a bigger perspective in this moment, and I know that you do too. Envy is always with us. And when our days are distracted by the regular flow of life, that envy, it just feels like the thing that keeps us moving forward to accomplish more, to earn more, to consume more. All of that has been put on hold. So now we have to grapple with a world that feels unfamiliar, a little scary, very, very confounding. In a world like ours, at this moment in time, we'd be much better served by the first part of that verse. So let me read it for you one more time. 
A calm heart gives life to the body. Yeah, that's what I need right now. That's what you need as well. A body sustained by a heart that is well settled. A body at rest because the soul is content. It sure sounds nice, but how do we do that? I believe that envy does just like all of the other sins. It makes us obsessed with ourselves. It deforms us so that our desire turns inward, rotting the bones. Now, this is a moment that could easily turn into one mass panic of collective sin. Each country and each community turning in on the self. Tribes shrunk down to the size of our fear. But this moment of crisis, it offers another option to us. We could turn outward. We could reach out to one another and see how our brothers and sisters are doing, how they're adjusting, how they're scared, and how they're hurting. Fear, it turns out, is at the root of much sin. And these are scary times. But we are God's people, those already submitted to the way of the cross. And this is Lent, after all, the season of dust and of ashes. So we have nothing left to fear. Yes, we will continue to practice good like public health habits for the sake of our vulnerable neighbors. But even those decisions are less about fear than they are about concern for others around us. So I don't want you to continue to crave yesterday when things were more normal. Again, I don't, I don't want you to crave yesterday or last week or last month when things are more normal because it pulls you out of where you are right now. I'm going to ask you to be in this moment with me and with us together. Learn the lessons of this slowing down, this distance, this quiet. I believe that we have a chance to enact our love in powerful ways in the coming days. So here's what that's going to mean in practical terms. The pastors at FBC Pasadena, they're going to be reaching out to many of you in the coming days to organize these connection and care teams. Now, this is not optional work. And for those with time and capacity, we really, really need you to step up. Loneliness is no joke. In fact, it's the most visceral consequence of a disordered life. And now we find the world entering into a season of mass loneliness. Now, some of you have healthy family structures at home, which is a blessing that I, I can understand. You are well poised, if that's you, to take this moment in stride. But others, they have less stability, less support, less connections. And in the absence of our weekly gatherings, it's urgent that our church organize in ways appropriate to this moment. Think what you will about the health, health outcomes of the virus. I mean, I'm not a pandemic expert, and neither are most of you. If you are, you should give me a call so we can talk. But we can all be sure that the effects of widespread social isolation will be dangerous. We are relational beings made for one another, made for connection. And as much love as we're putting into this worship experience right now, it is, it is a shadow compared to our being together in our bodies on Sundays in our sanctuary. So I'm going to ask each of you to stop and to pray. How are you going to step into the possibilities of this moment with us? Would you be able to start a phone tree with a small group of people, like doing calls and checks to make sure everyone is seen and known even through this distance right now? I mean, if you have a phone, we can get you into a connection team so you can place your energy into meaningful work right now. I mean, a daily call, it could be the thing that gets someone through this time. And some of you have extra resources to share, including money. I promise you that our weekly giving is going to be impacted by this crisis. Some of you will not be able to give because your employment is being threatened. In order for us to stay sustainable through this season as a church community, we need those of you who can step up their giving to do so. This is going to take courage, even if your resources are in fact abundant. As the days unfold, new opportunities are going to arise. And I don't know what those will be, but we want to be ready when they do. So I want you to give your best to this moment and to one another. Then, I'm going to ask you to please sign up for our core support teams, if you're able to. 
since this teaching is happening in this, this weird kind of digital way, you can pause this audio right now and you can go sign up. I'm going to tell you how to do it and then you can pause, okay? You can either sign up on our website to help with our connection teams. And there's a button at the bottom of our homepage, fbcpasadena.com. Or you can text the word CONNECT to this number. It's 626-727-9498. One more time. And after this, you can pause and do this if you'd like to. If you want to help us out with one of these connection teams, giving some leadership, organizing some pastoral care, helping people to be seen and known, then you can join these connection teams in one of two ways. You can go to our website, fbcpasadena.com, and at the bottom, there's going to be a button there. You can press and you can fill out a form and we'll know who you are and we'll get in touch with you. Or you can just simply text the word CONNECT to 626-727-9498. These are the ways you can lend a hand and we need all the hands we can get pulling in the same direction right now. So if you need to pause and go do that, then I'll wait. Friends, I'm exhausted, but I'm full of hope in what we might uncover in this tough time. I am not craving any other life than the one God has given me in this moment. There's not much I can control, but I can trust God to give me a tranquil heart. And by maintaining that calm center, I can be available to you all. I invite you into this stillness of spirit. God is with us, no matter the road that we walk. I love you all, and I'm with you in this. Will you join me and be open to how you can best love one another together? Let's pray. God of all hope, we place our hope in you. God of all love, we turn our love outward into the world with you. God of grace, we settle into what you have made possible through your forgiveness. Calm our anxious hearts, God, so that we may see the work we have to do in this world, to step fully into this moment together. So hold us close, both to you and to one another. Make the distance between us feel small and the time until we are together again be short. Strengthen our community in this season that you might teach us things we would never have learned except in the wilderness. We love you, God, and we know that you love us. And that is enough for this day. In the name of the Father, Son, in spirit. Amen. Hey friends at FBC Pasadena, it's Pastor John Jay. And Corey. And we're going to um, lead a song for you here. This song is My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. Uh, listen to the lyrics closely because they seem to be really fitting for where we are right now. I mean, verse two starts out, when darkness seems to hide his face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. So um, lean into this song. This is going to be a different way for us to sing together. And uh, thanks for letting us sing with you. Ready? Sand. 
All other ground is sinking sand His oath is covenant His blood supports me in the whelming flood When all around my soul gives way Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand When He shall come with trumpet sound Oh may I then in Him be found Dressed in his righteousness alone Faultless to stand before the throne On Christ the solid rock I stand All other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand Sing that one more time On Christ the solid rock I stand all other ground is sinking sand All other ground is sinking sand Amen. Hey, so it's Pastor John Jay again on guitar. And Corey on vocals. And we're going to sing uh, Good, Good Father with you. This is a song that we sing all the time in worship, so it should be pretty familiar to it. You ready? Ready. Here we go. Good, good father, it's who you 
Remember in the teaching earlier when I said that this moment would challenge our financial health as a church? Well, now's the time when you can step up and keep your church community thriving until the time when we're once again together in person. Our work, it doesn't stop just because we're not meeting face-to-face on Sundays in our sanctuary. In fact, the work, it's more urgent than ever. So I invite you to get creative in your giving. If you've never given over text or on your computer, now's a great time to learn. So I'm going to walk you through it. And we have plenty of time, and you can pause if you need to. So you can go to our website, uh, fbcpasadena.com backslash giving, like G-I-V-I-N-G. You can use the form that's right there to give. You can set it up so just it's a one-time gift, or even better, you can set it up so it's a regular gift that recurs over time. Um, Or you can, if you've got a phone with you, a smartphone, you can text any amount, like a number amount, uh, $10, $100, $1,000. And this is the number you can text it to, 626-427-0098. And then when you hit send, it's going to send you back a message and it'll walk you through the steps to finish out those gift, that giving. After you fill out that form once on your phone for text giving, then anytime you send a number to that, an amount to that same number, um, it'll automatically give. Okay. Again, if, if you need to pause the audio, if you need to back it up a little bit, then you can do so uh, and listen to those steps again. I encourage you to give whatever you're able so that we can put these resources to use for the world in this moment. And ease your mind if you're concerned about technology and security. All of our digital giving options are completely safe and secure. Maybe you'd like to continue to give by check, though. Maybe that's just your preference and that act of writing down the amount and signing your name is part of your worship experience. I completely understand that. And you can still do that. You can still give your check by just mailing in your offering. You can mail it to our address at the church, which is uh, 75 North Marengo Avenue, Pasadena, California, 91101. And speaking of offering, normally when we have a time for offering, we also receive some instrumental music from our our band and our team. And we have just such a moment for you now. I want you to consider this offering as something we are giving back to you as you consider your own offering back to God and to your church family. Thank you.
friends at FBC Pasadena. It's been good to be able to bring this, uh, this experience to you, but it's not been the same as being face to face. But I do want to leave you with a benediction in the same way that we always close out these services. Now offer it to you with all of the generosity that I have. I hope you're able to receive it in the same way. So go now with this blessing to wherever your day will take you and into the next week. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord lift up his smile upon you and give you peace. Now and all of your days in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Y'all, that was amazing. I'm so proud of our team of pastors and leaders. We have been working nonstop to get our church ready for whatever comes next around the corner. In this coming week, you can expect a lot of helpful and fun communication from us as we explore ways to thrive together. Now to stay in the loop on our communications, if you haven't been getting our texts and our emails, you can, you can text the word church to 626-727-9498. One more time, you can text the word church to 626-727-9498 and you'll be added to our text updates right away. And we're gonna be back next Sunday with another one of these, a liturgy for the living room. Grace and peace, friends. We'll talk soon. All right, now for some credits and some thank yous. Uh, my name's Pastor John Jay, John Jay Alvaro, and I got to sing, got to play guitar, offer the teaching, and some other stuff too. Corey Alvaro joined me on vocals, and what a brilliant addition that was. Pastor Leslie Chang is our fearless pastor of worship, and she kept the trains on time all week and kept all of his own task in the most kind and generous sort of way. She also played keys and offered vocals for songs during worship. Warren Tang, our resident encourager, stepped up on guitar and vocals as well as running the recording booth in Glendora. Lindsay Dorman, our family pastor, she wrote and she recorded our prayer. And I and Tan was gracious to share the offering music, which was recorded by Leslie Chang earlier in the week before the world turned upside down. Now, Theo Perlman, normally our genius electric guitar player, he mixed and recorded our outro music. And Pastor Gretchen, our resident pastor, you didn't hear her voice this episode, but she kept us all in high spirits while crushing the logistical work to set us up well for next week with building these connections teams. And last, but absolutely, definitely not least, is Harriet Tan, who is our master sound mixer and recorder. She's our, our resident sound tech in the sound booth on Sundays, and we would be absolutely lost without her in this season. So thank you all for sharing so generously. Love from your church family at FBC Pasadena. Bye friends, we'll talk soon.